KSN Radio The Soup. The best in talk radio anywhere. What is at stake? It is a big idea. A new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it? What were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified and I couldn't talk about it. When I got out in 1989, we had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, by the way, we've discovered a base. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Welcome, everybody, to Skywatchers Radio on this beautiful Wednesday evening, January 26th. And I'm joined by my good friends Rick Osmond and Jamie Havican. And I'm Angel Espino, a.k.a. the Jackal from the Jackal's Head. Everybody knows me. Welcome, everybody. What's up, guys? What's going President on? President for sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. All right. We got Pete in the background here. What's up, Pete? Hey, guys. Okay. All right. Pete's in the house. All right. All right. Keep him on Pete is on Skywatchers. We'll keep him on his leash. But uh, real quick, before we uh, actually go on with the show, you think we should announce the big move, guys? Yeah. Huh? Uh, no? Uh, Maybe? Sure. Maybe. Well, Could. I don't Why know. Not? Do you guys know what I'm, do you know yeah. what, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes? No? Maybe? Might Perhaps. Work. Which Monday? one? Yeah. We've got so many big moves going on, it's hard for me to keep track. Oh! Well, I'm talking... Oh, I should. You know what? I should have had a soundbite ready for that. I'm gonna have to like work on that because uh, I think uh, Rick is, Rick is liking those sound drops. Yeah, there you go. You'll be my soundbite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, no, I'm talking about the big mood, the big move to Monday. We're gonna move Skywatchers to Mondays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, starting next week. So this is the last. Wednesday show of Sky Watchers. It's not like we've been on for a couple of weeks anyway. We've kind of been very busy. If you guys haven't noticed, there's a lot of stuff going on on the website. Uh, stuff galore. Uh, things coming up left oh, and yeah. right. Uh, a lot of uh, moves being made. Some under the scene. Some under the table. Some not under the table. Some over the uh, table. Some legal. Some not legal. Who knows? But a lot of stuff are, is being happening, and uh, we've, we're going to move the show to Monday nights, uh, which is pretty cool because uh, this just means that uh, now I have... Wednesday and Friday off. So that's kind of cool. I get to enjoy Wednesday and Friday again. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know. you're not allowed days off, you know. Yeah, you know, that's the problem. I'm going to, you know, even though it's kind of a day off, I'm still going to be working. <sighs> yeah, there's that. But, uh, you know, that, that we're allowed. Pretty much. We're working. 
uh, I don't know about you. I'm hitting about 16, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Jeez. And, That's a lot of work. And I think all of it's are. Yeah, it is. But it's worth it. Well, I hope it's worth it. I know you're doing. A, I know you're doing a lot of stuff with uh, ICTV, and uh, you have a lot of uh, shows in the uh, the fire, so to speak, with Oopa Loopa on the weekends and unraveling los secretos or the secrets for our yep. English speaking friends. You have uh, a lot of shows on the fire, man. So, uh, th- would this work out for you moving the show to Mondays? Is this a good fit for Mr. Rick Osmond? Because you are the voice of reason, and I don't want to piss off uh, Rick Osmond here. Because you know, I don't want him to, uh, you know, one day just ca- get on my case for you know pissing him off. So, is this move good for you, sir? It'll work for me, yeah. And and if I decide to disappear during the week, you wouldn't miss me. <laughs> this is true. Much. Much well, you know what? Uh, yes, we would. We'd we'd miss you, Rick. Come on. Oh. I mean, well, who, I, who I else would get on my oh. case whenever I screw up? Um. Well, everybody would, but you don't listen to much of anybody else. So. This is true. This, oh, that hey. is. Uh, yeah, okay. that's true. Yeah, well, that's a little late there in the sound I effects. I actually there, had uh, an invitation Pete. tonight from a guy that I've known for forty years. Uh, okay. Close to 40 years. And he was he's wanting me to ground up another one of our buddies and come up to his place and spend the weekend over a bottle of tequila or two. And I might well, do that. Well, that could be a lot of fun. So yeah. That could be a hell of a lot of fun, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. We all used to play but, uh, and seen You know what? Uh, if, I ever, yeah. if I ever meet you, I'm going to take a bottle of tequila with me. If we ever hook up and meet up, and uh, if we go to that Bobo, conference Bobo, this year, Tron. Yeah. yeah, I like those. Jose, you can Tequila's keep the Jose. Shit. Well, what's wrong with Jose? Because it's a Latino name. <laughs> no. Oh, not, vodka's no. good. I don't like Cuervo. Vodka's good. I just don't like. Yeah, Cuervo. Mm. Is it? Is it because we roll our R's? Like that? Do we roll no, our R's? That why? Cuervo is Spanish for turpentine, right? Cuervo. Cuervo. Is it Spanish for turpentine? I don't. I had no idea. No, I, it, no, it just tastes like turpentine to me. Yeah. Well, I've had. I, I've had better. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I have had better. But vodka is, you know, I like vodka. Mm. Patron, Patron, Patron. It's good stuff. I, I bought some vodka because I never drank. I, I hadn't drank in like six years, so I told my friend, "I pick me up." Uh, a fifth of vodka. I'll try it. I'll try to get drunk. <laughs> and uh, I, I drank, I don't know, probably like uh, two shots worth. And I got like this weird warm feeling and I didn't like it. And it's just been sitting here since. So, yeah. Uh, not going to happen. I still have the Crystal Head Skull Vodka. but sure. You haven't drank that yet? No, I'm saving it. It's signed oh, by man, so, Hold on. You haven't... I drank it. I don't know, yeah, man. but he I, didn't I, sign the vodka. It's still so vodka. He only signed the label. Yeah, the bottle. I mean, you could still you could drink it. The bottle still hey, works. Even though you know, I guess water, we're. Nobody will, it's got a seal on it, though, and it, it, yeah, I, I, I guess it. that's where he's going. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to break that <laughs> seal. That's what it is. <clears throat> that's understandable. That's a cool bottle, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, but, I wish I would have gone and got one. The decanter collectors don't care if it's full. 
or you know or what? if it has a that's true on it. yeah you know what made me bad, mad is when I went there and I bought it uh, they made the impression that there was only one size and then Dan Aykroyd goes to California and Bob's showing me one he bought that's the size of an average human skull the one I got's oh. about the size of a, a kid's head this one's bigger uh okay I'm not that angered you um yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh you had a skywatch tonight didn't moving you Jamie on. yeah we did we're, we're yeah, doing I'm not, live sky I'm not touching that one with a 20 foot pole but uh oh you did a live sky you did a live sky watch tonight uh when did this end uh just guys uh just got in or no we ended it at eight o'clock we started at six and uh, we're now set up so that we can stream it live on live stream. So uh, we filmed about seven to eight uh, objects. Uh, we we pulled up the satellite trackers, and it showed uh, only one went over at 5:28 before we were even out. Uh, so we filmed about seven or eight, and one of them was very very bright. Uh, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing exciting, or no lighting up or changing directions. But we followed some objects, and it was pretty cool. That's cool. cool. And uh, is this video available online for anybody who wants to see it or check it out? Or oh yeah, we're doing them all, no? and they're staying yep. right there on livestream.com forward slash SW Florida Skywatchers stands for Southwest Florida Skywatchers. It's SW Florida Skywatchers. Nice. Now I got I got to see you guys on camera there for a minute. Uh, how's uh, UFO Willie doing? How's that? How's he doing these days? I'm on crutches. Eh, he's still on on the crutches, still hopping still on recovering. And, yeah, and it's hard because you know he was he was employed in his insurance. Uh, right now he's been getting eight dollar checks for the last year since he's been hobbling around and not able to work. So it's really getting to him. Man, that sucks. Not a good scene. Yeah. No, yeah, it's been a year already, man. That's uh, that's bananas. It's been a year and a, and a few months at least, right? Yeah. It's been, uh, yeah, it's definitely been over a year. He's uh, already applied and got denied by disability twice, so it's been a while. Wow. Hmm. That's crazy. And, well, and no, it's best wishes to him. Hopefully he, he recovers from that, but. He didn't break his ankle, but what he did is he 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 tore some ligaments and uh, you know broke some blood vessels. And what happened is when he went to the hospital, they did an X-ray and said, "Oh, it's not broken," but they put him in a cast because uh, there were fractures. But they didn't do an ultrasound, and they didn't see the blood clots, which caused an embolism. And right now, um, he can walk yep. on his leg, but he has to keep a pressure. Uh, sock on it all the time or it swells up and it's always deep purple so he'll he'll get better but it's weird ouch is my dad my, my dad broke his ankle um monday at work and he was back to work tuesday He's yeah walking. that's uh that's not good man that's <laughs> not good when it's been a crazy. year and he still can't get on that's crazy hopefully he doesn't lose like lose his foot or anything because that would suck yeah, well, it's a possibility if, uh, you know, he posts some pictures on Facebook. A year later, he he shoots his feet, and his left leg is just all purple and swollen. Right leg looks normal. Jeez. Man. 
That's a bummer. But, but yeah, the uh, most people don't know because uh, it's been a while since I've been on Skywatchers. But we did, we do have the new scope, and when I first got it, we weren't able to stream live. I was just recording onto a TV, and then I started recording on the computer, and then finally I got fully wireless, so we could go out in the middle of the field and set up. And we're, we're going to do this once a week. We usually don't set a day because of the weather. We wait for a clear day. It looks good. We go for it. So once a week, we do a 100% live Skywatch. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, and the, the, I saw the video camera that you guys, not the video camera, but the video feed you guys were using. It looked pretty clear. Like, you'd really tell what's going on and stuff. It wasn't fuzzy or... You know, out of focus or anything. It actually looked pretty cool. So I'm pretty sure it's a pretty cool show when you guys do it live. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. We have audio and uh, the scope is amazing. So we're able to. The, the only problem is, is the scope is has an automatic five times zoom, so it covers such a small portion Damn. of the sky when an object pops in. You have to try to find it, and it's kind of hard on a tripod. And follow it. It's hard to follow uh, it. I can imagine. Yeah. But the best way to do it is, uh, you know, it's made to work as binoculars. So you can just hold it up and look through the binocular ah. pot, and it streams to the to the uh, computer anyway. But I got some, some big Skywatch news. I was contacted by Florida MUFON State Director, or Section State Section Director. He is thinking of putting together a MUFON Skywatch radio network. Nice. Across the world. That would be a pretty MUFON cool. So Skywatch radio network. Yeah, that's cool. Um, well, it's just in the development phase, but what he wants to do is he's getting my input, but he wants to do something like what I'm doing is doing live streams and having a, almost like a community of MUFON field investigators or Skywatchers who uh, do Skywatches and, and stream them live or you know, do them and post their videos. Hmm. That's cool. Cool. It'll be we'll real neat if you can get a bunch of shows doing it live. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Because today we had one that was going. We followed one all the way north, and if somebody would have been like in Georgia, I guarantee I could have said, you know, look directly up the eastern seaboard. You know, straight in the middle, it's coming at you. So we followed. We followed about six or seven of them. We missed two of them, and you know I don't know what they were, but they didn't do anything special. But they also weren't on satellites. So there's probably a lot of satellites that are not named due to security reasons. But we've also seen other stuff that uh, is pretty crazy. But I film every one because some of the best footage I got is after I followed one for two or three minutes. So. Hmm. Well, that's cool, man. Okay. So, do we have any? Do we have any late breaking news? Why, well, yes. As a matter of fact, we have. Yeah. We have a as couple. Of yeah, today. we do. Well, that 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 is pretty late breaking. But uh, what do you got for us, Rick? Well, out of South Africa, Cape Town. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
a small but vocal South African group is urging people to take UFO sightings seriously and has called for the government to release secret UFO files. The media around the world has not played a positive role in UFO reports, you think. And there is the ridicule factor. People are afraid of the responses they would get, says Christo Lau of SAUFOR, the South Africa's UFO resource. Lau began his website in 1997 and admitted that he ran the organization as a one-man show, but that many South Africans were reporting UFO sightings. I get a lot of reports long after the sightings have taken place, and you need quite a bit of resources. I've not been able to make a profession out of this, said Lau, and I can certainly understand that statement. He said that about one out of ten sightings get reported because the public was largely ignorant of his organization. In 2010, several people reported a UFO sighting over Pretoria, but this could not be confirmed by astronomers in South Africa. Dr. Enrico Olivier of the South African Astronomical Observatory said that observers were often confused by planets in the sky. Big culprits here are Venus and Jupiter in particular. Also, when a bright planet is low in the atmosphere, it twinkles more than usual and can appear to change color rapidly. Sometimes people describe it as being on fire. Lau said that several scientists, while dismissing extraterrestrial UFOs in public, admitted that they believed in them in private. They, the scientists, are restricted in the way they deal with the public. In private, it's the opposite. But they are attached to universities, and often it's like advanced peer pressure. If you lose credibility, you lose your funding. Lau said that beings from other dimensions were visiting Earth regularly and pointed to the scientific position that in an infinite universe, there are infinite possibilities. I am in no doubt that we have been visited since forever. The evidence points to the fact that they might be interdimensional beings who have genetically modified us along the way. It's even indicated in the Bible. Lau explained his view on the purpose for these beings visiting Earth. Quote, we are like an experiment for different kinds of visitors, and they are generally benign. If they weren't, with their advanced technology, we would be wiped out. So the fact that we are here indicates that they are benign. We would like the government to declassify top-secret documents like other countries, and we would like to stop letting the public think that this is not real. He said that people who believe in UFO phenomenon are generally the more educated in society. Basically, the more educated people are, the more they ask about everything, and they consider the possibility of extraterrestrial contact. And then there are several links to other South African stories from days past, but um, that one's, that's one guy's opinion going up against an astronomer who doesn't want to say anything about the reality of UFOs. What do you think about this yeah, interdimensional thing? Out. Uh, I'm open to the idea of interdimensional beings. Uh, you know, anything is possible. There is something true in what that statement. That, you know, in an infinite universe, there's an infinite amount of possibilities. If we are to conceive the fact that this is an infinite universe, the possibilities are endless. So, I mean, I don't know if they've determined whether the universe is infinite. I don't think we possibly can. No matter how far Hubble looks... Uh, which would lead me to the the <laughs> article that I want to talk about here in a second. Yeah. But no matter how far Hubble looks, they keep finding galaxies. So uh, guess what, right. guys? It's pretty far out there. It's a lot of space. So who knows? It might be infinite after yeah. all. But interesting story nonetheless. What do you think, Jamie? 
Yeah, I haven't read too much on uh, on it yet, but it's uh, definitely interesting. I, I heard uh, this morning I talked with somebody who turned me on to uh, some late breaking right. news he has, but I but I I, I turn I, I read it and I found out that this news is old. It's called Project Black Swan, and they're trying to say that <laughs> the the government is. Uh, using these uh, poisons. That's why all these birds are dying. So I, I, I googled it and watched a video. There's this lady, I don't know where she lives, but she's all content that the uh, missile that was launched off California a couple months ago actually had uh, these chemicals in it that they're going to release in our atmosphere and that's what's killing the birds and next it's going to start uh, killing humans and we're going to be sent to concentration camps. So I read up on that some huh. this morning and watched it. Found it kind of strange, but you know the government—it's been proven that they are making a big, big buildup of these uh, camps and and places around the world. Even on uh, uh, Jesse Ventura's show, he he went into it, and uh, you see, there's some truth to it. How how much? I'm not sure. True. Well, Some. that's true, and it was, isn't there uh, a senator that was killed recently, and they haven't really uh, determined you know, who killed him, but he was going to talk about the whole thing with the birds dying and how there's some chem- chemical weapons that were being used, and this is all a result of, uh, of dumping and, uh, and some crazy story there, and uh, this guy just wound up dead somewhere in a ditch, I guess, and uh, he, they haven't he, solved his murder, which I don't think they ever will. No, they won't. But uh, no, he wasn't a senator. He was, however, high was up he? in the government. Um, Didn't he work for the president? Him. I I heard something that he worked for the president at some point, or worked for either at, this current one, another current administration. I think the past for, administration. Yeah, but the point was his body was found in a dump, and uh, right. And there are there's video footage that man's of him yeah, yeah, put put me on the spot. I don't remember his name. Um, <laughs> I do remember the circumstances, though. There there are two different pieces yes. of video footage, security video, where he's, in one, he's in a parking garage acting like he's been drugged, basically. Is and it Senator another, Judd Gregg? Is that who it is? No. No, he wasn't a... He wasn't a senator. Okay. No. Well, I think he worked for the president. I think he it's what was, it was uh, at some point for he two, was, I two he administrations was or something advisor. like that. Okay. Could have yeah. been. Let me look this up uh, real quick on, on our advisory, Google. Science advisor council or something like that. I forget, forget now what his exact job was, but he was techno savvy. And now he's dead with no explanation and a very minimal investigation. No or signs technology of to bring him trauma. Up. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to find here. Just doing a little Google search, trying to find his name. William, not, uh, science advisor, dead. Mr. Golden. There you go. Is that Golden? Was William Golden? William Golden, I think it is. I believe that's it. Yes. Now this is, th- yeah, this is a uh, no. This is William T. Golden, financer, key science advisor, is dead at ninety-seven. But this is not the same guy. No. No. 
This is some. This guy did. No, this, this guy just died of old age, basically. This, uh, there was, <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there was no drug in this guy. Well, maybe some drug in. Okay, but, uh, while you're to keep him alive, actually. While you're hunting that up, uh, we're just a couple days past a big, huge anniversary that is um, important to Skywatchers Radio, or should be anyway. Twenty-five years ago, this past Monday was when the space shuttle Challenger blew up on takeoff. Yeah. Oh, wow, and, yeah. Uh, that, one kind of, that one kind of almost slipped through the radar, but this is the first time we've done a show since the anniversary, so. Yeah, that's true. I Man, you know also what? I remember JFK's the Challenger that. crash. At, yeah. Well, JFK was, uh, what, November? No. Yeah, uh, November. Yes, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. November, right? Like the was yeah, it like the November last week of November second. or something like that? Oh no! Well, first I was way mm. off last week. Well, no, he said two weeks ago. Last night I had on Doctor William Lester. Uh, he wrote a book on the life of John F. Kennedy, and he said he he released his book two weeks ago to correlate with the anniversary of uh, JFK. I don't know if it's his anniversary or of the yeah. assassination or what. No, the assassination was November twenty second. Okay. Uh, the uh, let's see, what would it have been? January twentieth would have been when he took office. Yeah, that might be it. We're also talking about how uh, all the way back, I believe, to Abraham Lincoln, every president that was elected every twenty years on the zero zero. Um, was assassinated, and Ronald Reagan ended that, even though there was an attempt. Right. That's a hundred years where... Actually, it goes back further than that. Does it? It goes back to a... Yeah, it goes back to a curse that was placed on William Henry Harrison by... That's bananas. ...Chief Tecumseh of the Shawnee. He was war chief. Chief Tecumseh. That was his name. During the War of 1812, actually... The curse went down in 1811, but uh, William Henry Harrison led the attack on Tecumseh's people in Miami Village in what is now uh, Indiana, and Tecumseh cursed Harrison and every president who took office on the Z double zeros. And it's, if you look up Tecumseh's curse, you'll find just exactly what Jamie was talking about. I'm still yeah, trying we, to find we, the science advisor. I can't find him anywhere, but uh, oh, it's crazy. We knew it was an Indian curse. I just I didn't know it was Tecumseh that put it on him. You know, yep. I've heard of Panther that, in the sky. Yep, I thought it was because uh, he, he he did the curse because we took his land. Well, pretty much we did him wrong. I said that on last night's show, but that's interesting. It's Bingo. weird how it was broken. Yeah. Go ahead, Bingo. John John Wheeler the third. That's a guy's name. John Wheeler the third, sixty six year old military expert who served in the Republican uh actually for the Republican Party and he was actually under President George H. W. Bush and Ronald Reagan. And he helped get the Vietnam Veterans Memorial built as part of the, uh, the dedication to those who fought in the war, yada yada yada. Uh he was found dead in a landfill. And authorities were trying to piece together what, uh, what 
happened to him the last days that he was seen alive. The body of John P. Wheeler the Third, who was 66, was uncovered. Uh, this was a several Fridays ago when a garbage truck emptied its containments, and uh, <clears throat> they found you know his body stuck in there. That's messed up to find. But uh, John P. Wheeler found it. Now, this is crazy because the story goes that this guy was going to talk about leaked. He was going to leak some information about supposedly us dumping some kind of chemical and. In Arkansas, or you know, somewhere in the Midwest and stuff, and uh, this is what's causing the birds, the bird death, and uh, the, the fishes to die, and all that crap. This is mm -hmm. that dude. Yeah, that sounds pretty speculative, but it does. I maintain, but I found that, you know, when a tornado and a hail, when a tornado and a hailstorm rips through on New Year's Eve, and they find a thousand dead birds on New Year's Day. There might be a connection. Mm, you might be saying it might that. be. <laughs> yeah, and of course, there's also fireworks and all kinds of other stuff. You know, it's funny the uh, the guys uh, down here from Metro Zoo they they've been on radio several times talking about that issue. And uh, I think is uh, Ron Miguel, I think is the guy's name, the main dude from Metro Zoo down here. And uh, he talks about, uh, you know, on radio about different things, but he brought this up and he said that he thought it was fireworks and other kinds of stuff that uh, that actually caused the bird death. And then they asked him, well, what about the fishes? And then he just went silent for like about 10 minutes. It's pretty awkward. You know, can't really do much there with the uh, the whole fireworks explanation. Yeah, well, you know, it just doesn't work right with the fishes. There are, no, there are fish kills every day or fish die-offs every day someplace in the world. It just so happened that these two incidents happened in close proximity and both in time and in space. You know? Yeah. You know what's crazy is some people are saying, well, it had... It. Well, you know, the crazy thing is they're saying that this, uh, chemi this chemical uh, weapon that supposedly they were unleashing on the Midwest, that this thing attacked your organs and they made your, you know, your organs explode and this and that. That was like the rumor of, you know, what would happen. And they were using this on Afghani soldiers and on our enemies and the, on the war. You know, they were saying, well, the birds have their insides, you know, blown up. Well, if a bird falls from the sky that is really, really high up there, by the time it hits the ground, guess what? The insides are going to be popped because that's just nature. Even yeah. if it dies of natural causes and just falls, uh, by the time it hits the ground, it's going to go pop and uh the insides are going to be you know pretty bloody so it's, it's kind of hard to determine if that's the cause or, of you know or if it's caught in 200 mile an hour winds in a tornado either yeah, or I, had something, I would say either or we're i doing. had i had something uh strange happen uh we went to bed was sunday night and we have What's that we have we have four bed. big pine trees outside that are about 60, 70 feet tall. Uh, I woke up the next day and looked out there, and the one that, that was the biggest and, and stood straight up uh, actually tipped over on its own. We, we did have high winds, but nothing like a tornado. And this tree, um, the roots were only like a, an inch deep, but it had some big, thick roots running out. And uh, after that, we looked, and all the trees are leaning like 45 degrees uh, towards the southwest. So it's a little strange. I don't know what could have made that tree fall. Not 23 mile an hour winds, which are recorded here. 
Not likely, just, no. No, just something strange no. that happened. I see a, a big tree like that that survived Hurricane Charlie all of a sudden just come down on its own. Man, speaking of hurricanes, I remember yeah. when Andrew hit us down in here in Florida, and uh, we had this huge tree in our backyard, and it, the whole root of the tree, was it was like a huge, huge tree. Everything got uprooted, and the tree fell over, and it landed right next to the house. It didn't even hit the house. It just landed right next to the house, which is pretty funny because if this thing would have hit the house, it would have destroyed the entire house. It was a huge tree. And the entire root of the thing, I've never seen it before, like the whole root of this humongous tree was like lifted in the air. It's pretty amazing that we didn't get our house wow. destroyed on Andrew. We had like it, it was funny. We had a huge hole in the backyard from the tree, you know, being uprooted. It's pretty yeah, interesting. That, that but cool. anyway, we have uh, an, uh. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that's the other. Uh, you know, that's I've been in two severe hurricanes. I've been in many major hurricanes but but i mean category four hurricanes andrew and charlie the number two i've been in luckily in andrew i was just north of you know where most of the damage was but it was a little bit bigger than charlie it was so compact uh tw you know 10 15 oh, miles me, away from the worst damage there was nothing oh not us dude we we were right in the eye of the storm uh, it passed, you know, I lived in Sweetwater at the time, and it literally passed right over our neighborhood. Uh, in fact, you know how the eye of the storm usually is like, not the worst part of the extra storm. It's usually the wall around it. That's where it gets really bad. So that's where the winds are, like, at their heaviest or their worst, I guess you could say. But, you know, in right. the center itself, sometimes it's not that bad. Well, the center passed right by our neighborhood, like I would say maybe two or three blocks down our neighborhood. It went right through there, and we literally got the wall of the hurricane right by our house. Like, the whole wall of the hurricane just ran right by our house. Like, there was destruction everywhere in our neighborhood. And this huge tree, like I said, landed right next to the house, and nothing happened to our house. We ended up going to FIU, which was like two blocks away from our house, to spend the hurricane. And it was pretty funny, because I had the door open, and I was, like, outside just chilling, looking at the storm, just, you know, having a good old time. Seeing destruction just take place right in front of me. Things, you know, things were just flying around, and everybody was like, Get inside! You're going to kill yourself! out!" And I was just, like, eating, you know eating poop outside, just uh, enjoying the scene. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> I was like, screw eating this, poop, man. Right? I wish I had a video camera. How'd we... yeah, I was eating poop, what can I say? I'm trying to keep it clean. Yeah, I was but Speaking of uh, eating poop... Oh, really, <laughs> oh. were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't eating poop. Uh, well, sometimes you gotta eat poop. Damn right! So what do you, you got? Sh you shut up, what you, got you keep producing. Well, I got another item here. I don't know if you guys uh, remember that they did a little work on the Hubble not too long ago, and they revamped it a little bit. Did you uh, remember that? Yep. little revamp of, of the yeah. Hubble not long ago. A couple times. Well, they, they did a latest, uh, the latest revamping of the Hubble telescope. Uh, they got it, and Actually, an overhaul was on May 2009 by NASA astronauts on the uh, space shuttle Atlantis that went up there. Uh, and they you know, were actually revamping the whole thing. And Atlantis has been sending home some stunning new photos since, uh, since then. And I have a pretty cool article here that doesn't have much on you know, actual text, but has a lot of really neat pictures that I want to share with the chat room. So... Uh, let me go in there and share with you guys. There's a lot of really cool stuff in there. And uh, if you look at it, it's amazing, the, the the actual photographs of these planets, man. It's just it's incredible, the universe we live in. I mean, it really is. When you take a look at how um, you know beautiful 
the, the actual universe is. It's uh, it's pretty uh, mesmerizing. Yep. That's Hubble a good answer. Was, Hubble image, Hubble images were mesmerizing. Mesmerizing. Had bad glasses. Yeah. Right. right pretty much. That was the gist of it. Now, not so much. A lot of people think that that they see are you know exactly what Hubble takes, but Hubble Hubble takes you oh, know, no. many different types of of photo images and X-ray spectrums, and then somebody sits there for a few months, you know, getting a color, finding out what gases are what, coloring it together before they render the final image. Yep. But, uh, it's pretty amazing, like I'll tell you that much. Uh, uh, Cassini, they're, they're, they're going to be getting some interesting stuff. And they're focusing on such a small area of our universe, finding Earth-like planets. Yep. And well, right out of space.com, there's a huge article over there with a bunch of pictures. If anybody wants to take a look at it, uh, go to space.com and check out the new Hubble telescope pictures. They're pretty damn amazing. I mean, they really are. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, uh, yesterday, the shuttle was rolled out to Launchpad 39A uh, at 8 p.m. And uh, I think that was the day before, sorry. But uh, it's going to be, be launching, I believe, February for its last mission, STS-133. So that's going to be last, cool. Last scheduled mission. They're for Discovery. Right. They yep. may not do any shuttle or just Discovery. Yeah, last scheduled. You know, it's supposed, we were supposed to be done with the shuttle by now. Um, yeah. But they keep extending it. Yep. So. The, uh, and another interesting side note about this flight, the, the scheduled... Um, commander for this flight had a bi bicycle wreck <laughs> and had to be replaced. They didn't oh, specify man. his injuries, but uh, yeah, they're restricted from high risk activities. Oh man, like yes they are. Rock climbing, parachuting, you know. but apparently bicycling is not on that list. Motorcycling is, but bicycling is not. And he had a bike wreck and injured himself in some way that was not disclosed. Ow. Ooh, yeah, I hope it wasn't in his, uh, you know. <laughs> his alley region. The, uh, yeah, the you know. colonel and the two sergeants, you know, I'm just saying. I just hope it wasn't something <laughs> in that neither region area. Because I would really suck for Perhaps. that guy. Not only is he not going to be able to fly on the, on the next mission, he's not going to be able to talk normal like a guy anymore. You remember when you what were you, a kid he'd be sounding, in your sprocket? He'll sound like one of the Defonics. I remember, I remember oh, being a kid. My my sprocket man. would slip, and I would hit, I would uh, hit my bar, and that sucked. Uh huh. Oh man, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I didn't ride a lot of bike as a kid because, uh, uh, you know, I had sensitive, uh, sensitive gonads, uh, so to speak. And, uh, well, you know, that whole, uh, you know, getting on the bike, that bouncing up and down on the bike and, uh, you know, just driving around. And I don't know, man, I just like walking. I, fi I figured, you know what, I'll just walk. Walking's cool, you know, builds muscle tone also. And uh, it's great exercise. So I was like, you know what, screw a bike, I walk. And then there was this one time I fell off a bike, hurt myself pretty bad, and I was like, all right, that's enough of the bike. I'm going to continue walking. 
It's been working out for me pretty good so far. All right. Okay. Congratulations. No bike accidents. You, you can buy. You can buy. No bike a, accident. Uh, what are them things called? Uh, no, 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 no. The little, the little black thing ah. that people are. What the hell is that called? Hey, uh, hey, just, hey. No, the little scooter things. You lean forward, it drives forward. You stand up. Oh, on a Segway. Yeah, there you go. A Segway. Yeah. Segway. Why the hell would I want to buy a Segway? That's 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 like an extremely lazy person's uh, yeah. machine. You'll, that is. you'll fit in in Miami. You can just cruise on down down South Beach on the Segway. They're coming out with some dude. Some even cool in, Segways, even in South Beach, you don't they don't rock that. They don't rock that in South Beach down here. Let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, I have yet, well, you know, I don't really go to South Beach a lot, but. Uh, they're coming out with a, a Segway car. It's pretty cool. It has three wheels, <clears throat> but once you get in it and lean back, a Segway it, that car. Front little wheel comes off. And then they have a, an amazing program called Segways for Veterans, and they give Segways to, to veterans who have lost limbs, mostly their legs, and it helps them get around, get up steps, and that, that's pretty cool. I think I watched that on news last night. That is night. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, you know, it, helping you know, the uh, disabled gotta, walk. That's cool. Yeah, and they go they go about twelve and a half miles per hour, so they can just cruise around instead. Of, I mean, I would imagine if you have an amputation, that just gotta irritate where it fits if you had to walk all the time. But nowadays, yeah. these 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 prostheses are are so amazing. You got people doing marathons in them and actually having uh -huh. advantages. Right. Yeah, because it's lighter. Lighter. There was a, wasn't there a runner not. Yeah, yeah wasn't there a runner that uh, was running with a prosthetic legs and uh, he got in trouble for it or some or something. Yeah, something they have that spring one. They have one that's like a spring. Um, did any of you guys yeah. watch the? Uh, did you, any of you guys watch uh, the State of the Union address last night? I was on air, so I missed it. Uh, no, actually, I didn't. I didn't watch it at all. No, can't say I did. Hmm. So what happened? Anything exciting? I don't know. No, you, uh, I was asking out or, hoping no? for a little recap of it. No, but no. Yeah, you know, he's, no, he's, he's a good speaker. you got to give it to give him that. I've seen a couple little recaps of it, but... Uh, you know, he's talking about cutting budgets here and there to make up for uh, work and to create jobs. And he's given... There's actually a company near me called uh, Travis Tumblers. They make them little cups. And that company's getting a tax break for the next 10 years because they agreed to add 500 jobs within the next 10 years. They don't have to pay taxes, which saves them $33,000 a year in taxes. Well, that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is a good he is a good speaker, our president. But uh, when it comes to making decisions, uh, not the smartest guy on the, on the uh, row there. I don't know. You know, yeah. he, uh, he well, he's lacking a little bit on what we call yeah. mental abilities. <laughs> well, if you ask him, though, he's the smartest guy there is. Yeah, most anyway. idiots think they're smart. That's the problem there, Rick. Yeah, I know. The other end of that stick. Is but look, you don't get you don't get to you don't, you don't get to be president. Yeah, so. Uh, well, at least I think he's doing better than uh, Bush Jr. Hey, did. If, 
if you, whatever whoever's in the position, you know, it's like where do you go from there? How do you get a raise from that? How do you advance from that position? It's like a dead end job, man. I mean, you can't get better. It is. Yeah, well, yeah. Once you're president, that's it. Uh, what's next? Uh, the Tonight Show host. That's about it. You know, <clears throat> what could possibly be better than president? Nah, well, now you can really. start a global uh, at least campaign. on paper. <laughs> and yeah, win a yeah. win an Oscar. There you go. <laughs> or win a Nobel Peace Prize. Or or oh, wait, he already did that. Or he did that yeah. for breathing. Yeah. Or if you're, or if you're like Bill Clinton, you could go party on South Beach with a couple of sports athletes, like he did this past couple weeks. I don't know if you guys heard about uh, that, but he was down here in South Beach partying yeah. it up. Did you guys hear about this Gen Pet thing? This no. is just, uh, who, what, this when, is when, why? Alright, I'm popping it into Gen Skype, and from there you can pop it into okay. your chat room. Um, oh, we boy. found this site the other day, and this is just insane. Um, it's these little, they're called Gen Pets. Okay, now this has to be a hoax, but Whoever hoaxed it went to an amazing amount of details to hoax this. Um, let me see if you read up about it. It's almost like a lit. It's like you buy a a baby that's really living. Let me see if if it has oh, some man. Uh, this information rem- on it. <laughs> I like this. Welcome to the world of uh, Biogenica. They have uh, different types of personalities. Uh, it has a heart monitor. If you hurt it, it'll scream. It has like voice. It's like a living animal pet that comes in this plastic form. You have to feed it, but while it's in this plastic house, it gets nutrition through the liquid that's in there. But this is like crazy. I was reading it. Somebody popped it in the chat room, and I was looking through it and, and seeing what it's all about. And I'm like, man, this has to be a hoax. And I looked into it and. A lot of people are saying it's a hoax because you can't buy one, but yet the, what they were talking about is just insane. Let's see if I can find the page. Well, they have a multimedia section. Uh, the, I, I think yeah. I found it, but let me let me say they have a page it, on the multi. They have a multimedia with a they have a multimedia page with a bunch of pictures on it. That it looks pretty freaky, actually. I don't so know is that this. right? Genepets are not toys or robots. They are living, breathing, genetic animals. We used to call them zygote micro-injections, which it quickly becoming a favorable method to combine DNA or to insert certain proteins from distant species. Notably, it is used 97, blah, blah, blah. goes on to say, uh, Genepets... <coughs> Two forms. You can have a one-year model or a three-year model. That's how long they live. Um, That's it? it, It's insane. It says, uh, out of the package, they're like dolls, puppies, human babies. They must be looked after and cared for upon waking from its dormant state. It will immediately bond or imprint to your child. It pulls its basics from a, a natural one stage of evolution in the market. I mean, this thing is insane. Whoever went through the trouble to hoax this, it's like a sick joke. Like, it's it's supposed to be a living, breathing, real animal. This reminds me of manbeef.com. You ever heard of that website? Yeah. And yeah. no, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a porn website, guys. This is not pornography. <laughs> manbeef.com. Like Manbeef. 
it does. But dude, I ran across this website years ago. I was just uh, on the net. Somebody was like, "Yo, check this out. You're gonna laugh your ass off." And I clicked on the link, and I was like, "What the hell?" And uh, the website they were selling human body parts for human consumption. Uh, oh yeah, and they would actually give you recipes and all kinds of stuff, how to cook human hearts, human livers, human chop, pork chops kind of looking things, and human brains, and all kinds of, it was like really disgusting, like they actually had uh, photographic, you know, stuff on there that showed you the recipes and how to do certain things, they talked about how they would get the cadavers, and how they would pay for them, and how this was, uh, you know, a whole legal thing, and they had customers all over the world, and dude, it was like a completely, like, decked out website i'm talking about this website looked more legit than this one here that's how like legit it even had a shop section where you could buy t-shirts that said that said uh, menbeef.com i eat human or some stuff like you know some craziness like that uh eat less cow eat more human it was there was stuff like that on there wow. they went all out that's what i'm saying and uh this has kind of reminded me of that a little bit but uh this, if you've never heard of menbeef.com you can Google it, yeah. and there's still some stuff on there on the internet, even though they took the website down. But there's some stuff on the internet. Well, listen over to it. this. This has a forum that has thousands of posts in it. This is crazy. People talking about you know what their gen pet <laughs> did, uh, uh, you know questions for training it, and you know uh, potty training, uh, what to do with it when you're away on vacation, store it. Uh, tips and techniques to solve uh, behavior problems. This is crazy. Somebody must have went through. What? And just, I mean, one one of them has eighteen hundred and eight posts. Holy! You crap. see the forum feature on the website? That's bananas. Yeah, yeah I'm there. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see forum multimedia. Wow. Well, it could be a lot of. It could be a couple of uh, really funny guys at at a fraternity. They came up with the website thinking it was a good joke, and uh, they just wrote a bunch of stuff in the forum. That was, so, yeah, that, you know, that might not be nothing real. But... If you try to click on it, it doesn't it? open to anything. Yeah, it's, it's just a Sorry, place. you must be logged in before viewing the forum. Hold on, I'm going to click to register this thing. Uh, please enter the serial number ah, inside your GenPet package uh, to sign into their access to forum. So, in other words, if you don't buy one, you can't access the forum. Thus, you can't prove if any of this crap is real, unless you buy one. Yeah, where it, is there any kind of uh, support anywhere for this? Uh, can we actually buy one? Let's see, is there a phone a number we can contact service, on but here? The, the site I was at, it had a, uh, you know, it said when's GenPet available, and it says as soon as possible. So you couldn't buy one, you know, right away. But obviously, people have them if this is real. Because you know they're talking about their gen pets. Let's see. Here's the site I was on. Where? I think. Go ahead. No, I'm going back. It's the wrong one. All right. Here's well, I'm going to add this phone call real quick to our conversation. Okay. See if they pick up. Gen pets are. Our offices are currently closed. Our offices are open eight a.m. to eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday and 8.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time and leave a voicemail. For the general mailbox, you may dial zero or remain on the line. Again, thank you for calling Pet Plan. Pet Plan. They are real. No they operator are... defined. Returned yeah. to previous activity. For but help, press star living. H. 
Record at the tone. All right. Uh, huh. uh, we need some gen oh. pets. Uh, can we buy them? I'm interested in having a pet. And uh, dogs just won't do. They're like too subservient and uh, they piss all over the place. So I want to buy a gem pet. Pete, are you on the phone again? Don't tell me you're trying to call that gen pet place. Uh, hmm. Pete, are you messing around with us again? Is that what's going on here, Pete? Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California Gold Rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A. A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Adventures in time and space, transcribed in future tense. The powwow. Countdown for blast off. X minus five, four, three, two, X minus one. Disorder never sounded so good. From the far horizons of the unknown come tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future. Adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years on a thousand maybe worlds. Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine presents... The Powwow. Weekends at 12. Only on SoFloRadio.com. 